welcome to the Highly Sensitive Podcast. I'm Lauren LaSalle, and I'm a licensed therapist, highly sensitive person, and HSP coach. This bi-weekly podcast covers information and tips relevant to HSPs, as well as interviews with HSPs and their loved ones. My hope for this podcast is to create a feeling of community, be a supportive place for HSPs, and normalize our experiences as highly sensitive people. Thank you so much for joining me, and let's begin. Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Podcast. I'm Lauren LaSalle, and today my guest is Greta Rudak. Greta is a multidisciplinary artist and mindful art and meditation guide. She empowers others through authentic self-expression and playfulness. She uses arts to uplift and spread a positive message in her local community and online. Greta is a wife, mother of one toddler, loves books, slow, mindful life, and walks in nature. Greta talks about what mindful art is, the positive impact it's had on her life, and how mindful art can help people unlearn messages from childhood and feel like a kid again. This was such a different and fun topic to cover, so thank you, Greta, for talking to me about this, and I hope our conversation inspires people to try out mindful art, and hopefully they'll find that it has the same positive impact that it has had on Greta. As always, if you have any ideas for episode topics, if you have any questions for me to answer on the podcast, and I do have a question that I have yet to get to, so if you have sent in a question, I will get to it, I promise. It's just taking me a while. Or if you would like to write an email sharing your story for me to read on the podcast, you can email me at lauren at laurenlasallecoaching.com, and please rate and review the podcast to help other people find it and benefit from it. And I appreciate all of the ratings it's received so far. If you are able to just take a couple minutes to write just a couple sentences about what you like about the podcast and if it's helped you at all, how it's helped you. So other people who might be interested can read those reviews and say, all right, this sounds like a good podcast. I think I'll check it out. You can find out more about my coaching program as well as resources and links to my social media by visiting my website at laurenlasallecoaching.com. And while you're there, make sure to download my free boundary setting workbook for highly sensitive people. All right, here is my conversation with Greta. So what was your experience like discovering that you are highly sensitive? Yeah, so for me, it was like life-changing event because when I read about it, it all makes sense. And I start not feeling weird, but actually felt like, yes, this is who I am. And that's perfectly okay. And yeah, it's good to be this way. So yeah, it was really life-changing for me because back then my self-esteem was quite low. But when I found out, it was kind of like lifting me up a bit, I think. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think it's so so many of us have that experience where, like you were saying, all of a sudden we don't really feel weird anymore because there's Mm -hmm. kind of a name to how we're feeling, what we're we're experiencing. Do you remember how you discovered it? Actually, I think I saw a post on Instagram someone post about it and it was a term that I haven't heard about anywhere else so I read the post and I was like wait a minute that sounds like me (laughs) and I was like let's investigate that so then I went online and I found the book and I read the book like in 20 seconds like it was so fast I was like oh my god (laughs) and then yeah from then I start. Because some people will find about it and they will be like, oh, 
okay then. But for me, it was like, I need to know everything about it now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I, I was reading everything about it. And yeah, it, it gave me really loads of self-love, I think. Um, yeah, it was, I think it was like, it changed my life, I have to say. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it it really does make such a difference just knowing that there are other people out there that experience mm -hmm. the same or similar things. And yeah, it's great to to be able to connect with so many other um, HSPs doing the podcast too, because you and I would have never connected otherwise, probably. I mean, we're connected on Instagram, but this is really cool getting mm -hmm. to talk about all of this. So yeah. Yeah, it was, um, then I jumped in on Facebook and there was a whole group of people and I was like, wow. And they were saying about like all the topics and I was like, that's me. I know how you feel. I know how you feel. Like, oh, I feel so like loved and like, yeah. And I had people to go to and ask a question and otherwise like when I was in my house or with any other people, I couldn't ask those questions. So it was really uplifting yeah. mm -hmm. really good <laughs> yeah so I'm excited to hear about your art so can you talk a little bit about what mindful art is I uh, so mindful art is like it's creating in the present moment so you're focusing all your attention to the present moment of the creation and not focusing on the final result so you're not looking at the finishing painting that will look nice, but you're actually like drawing just to draw and feel it in the moment. And I found about it when I was really um, lost in my practice because I'm an artist uh, like 12 years now. And when I was really lost, I stopped creating because I was really pushed into making things for people. And... I couldn't do it anymore, so I was really burned out and I stopped creating for a year. And then I found out about creating art not for the final result, not how I was trained. And I was like, this is fantastic. And it's since then I'm doing this and I'm teaching others to do it as well. Oh nice. Mm -hmm. So is it so you you just start to draw and kind of make something without even knowing what it's going to be? Is that how, or do you have some sort of idea when you start? Um, so basically I have a few techniques because when I found about it, I was really into it. So I got training in it and I have a few tools that I'm doing with my clients and you can search online or you can shown by others, but basically you can, for example, draw with two coloring pencils with your hand and just close your eyes and just draw without knowing what will be on the paper. So you're detaching yourself from the final result or how it will look like. So that's, yeah, but you have all different techniques how you can do it. There's oh, that's like, so cool. That sounds really freeing kind of because you're just doing it and not thinking mm -hmm. ahead and and judging what you're doing yeah and at the same level you are not judging yourself mm. and at the same time you're giving yourself more self-love because no matter what is going to be on the paper 
you are still going to be like, this is enough, I am enough. So that's why it was so changing for me from being um, trained digital illustrator to being able to just be crazy and paint and draw and not thinking what I'm going to do, if people are going to like it, if I'm going to show it online, if I'm going to have any likes, if anyone will buy it. So um, for me, it was really, really good to do when I was really burned out as well. And then I got fascinated by it and I want to show it to others because um, 80% of adults have some kind of trauma around art because of school. And yeah, yeah, and I always have response like when I say word art, I have to really watch out in my advertising if I want, want to use word art because people are straight away like, I can't draw. <laughs> like straight away, they like really offensive. Like they they have some kind of trauma, like teacher were not nice to them. They were told what to do. So I'm trying to give people this opportunity to just create and not think about anything else because we are naturally like where kids draw, they don't care. They just do this. Right. And yeah. And then we were taught that you can't draw this, you have to draw that. And this is the assignment. You can be like creative, to be honest, when you're in school, you have to just follow the rules. So now when I give people and they start trying to do it, they're like, oh, I feel like a kid again. I can do whatever I want. And no one is like standing there and be like, this is not good or this is not good. Um, So, yeah, I really want to spread it out, the message of, adults can benefit from making art even for themselves like not showing to anyone even five minutes a day it's like a meditation kind of thing as well together so Mm -hmm. it's really really good and yeah oh I love that yeah I remember taking art classes in high school and I've always been kind of a perfectionist so like making a line no that's not right erasing it being really picky about how things look and then thinking, yeah, I can't draw because this is not coming out how I see it in my head. So I can really Mm -hmm. see the benefits of just, just doing it. And (laughs) the way that you do it is good. (laughs) And, and yeah. And how that would really help how you view yourself too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're not being so perfectionist as well. You're just doing it and you can just, throw it in the bin it doesn't have to be like I keep in it or something like that and so my role is to get adults into art again and remind them how to feel like a kid again which is amazing yeah Mm -hmm. oh I love that so much Mm -hmm. yeah that's awesome so what kind of impact has creating mindful art had on you and your life yeah so for me it was like I'm less, I'm judging myself less because I don't have to be perfect all the time. And I can just create and feel good enough, even if it doesn't look how I wanted it or anything like that. And I can go into this meditation state, um, which is good for me. For example, uh, I struggle with anxiety a lot. And my mind, when my mind is racing, Sometimes it's really difficult for me to sit down in meditation. So having eyes open and still doing some movement within being in this state of meditation is really good, especially for um, people with struggles with anxiety. Mm-hmm. So, 
I just love getting back to your kid self too. I think that's something that so many adults either forget that you can do or just don't, you know, think, oh, well, I'm an adult, so I have to, I have to act a certain way. And it's yeah. really so much fun to get back into kind of your kid self. And I think really freeing and just fun. And I think adults need to learn how to have fun. So I'm glad you're <laughs> you're kind of helping helping people out with that. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes even with paint, for example, um, people would be like, I don't want to make a mess. Because, for mm. example, um, in your household, people, were, when you were a kid, they told you, you can't make mess. You have to be perfect. You have to be like clean everything. So it's good to actually take this paint and go everywhere and they're like oh I don't want to make mess and they're really like I don't want to do it but when they do they're like wow this is amazing <laughs> yeah, it's like a kid again so yeah it's it's really good but the the struggle that I have is to actually make adults to try that's the, mm. the to make the first step and to be like it's okay you are safe <laughs> come on in so I'm making those meetings that I'm telling them it's not about the final result it's not about how you look or how others look like do whatever you want and if you don't want to do what I told you you can do something else it's perfectly okay you can rip the pages you can throw it you can burn it and they're like I don't know how to do it and they're like really like oh (laughs) so yeah I think it's really beneficial for everyone And I think especially for highly sensitive people, because we are often told not to be this way that we are like too much to, to this, to that. So with art, they can do, they can do whatever they want. And yeah, I think it's really beneficial for us because we are drawn to art and like beauty anyway. So, uh, and we can be a bit too much perfectionist as well Mm. so I think it's good for us to go and play and not to be told to be anyway but just to be ourselves and even if someone wants to make a straight line I'm always like that's okay you can make a straight line like you don't have to be whatever I told you to be and they but it's really yeah it's really difficult to get this first step in adults so I often don't have many people in my workshops or classes because they like I don't want to try but I think when I'm talking about it more and more maybe they will come in and try yeah so it sounds like kind of the first step is Mm -hmm. having to unlearn all of the things that we've been told like our whole lives (laughs) or like don't make a mess don't I don't know rip it don't rip the paper (laughs) don't do this don't do this and so you really have to be able to get out of your comfort zone and kind mm-hmm. of put those, those I guess, patterns mm-hmm. that you learned aside to really dive in. And, and it sounds like it's totally worth it, too. <laughs> like, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. And, yeah, I often do meditation with it as well because then you can soften your body and you don't have to be, like, feel in school, like, sitting in the desk and be like, you have to do this now. Just to soften and breathe and get into yourself and then start doing something if you feel like you want to do it. If you want to sit there and just watch others do it, that's perfectly okay as well. So yeah, it's a bit of, yeah, as you said, unlearning than learning anything new. So I always um, call my classes and workshops like meetings because I'm not teaching anything. 
Mm -hmm. I'm just inviting people to just remember how it feels like to be free again. Yeah, Mm. it sounds really therapeutic. Mm, Yeah, but that's it's different from art therapy as well, Mm. because art therapy is like you're working with a client and you ask questions and they work through some um, struggles and stuff with mindful art I'm not asking anything they can go through different stages and stuff I'm just there like um, maybe giving them safe place to be yeah but no you don't have to like told me about your traumas or anything just be there do what you want and just yeah can chat to people and yeah Mm-hmm. It's quite good. And I'm yeah. trying to get it out there more and more and more. Mm-hmm. So do you do this online too, or is it just in person? Um, right now I'm still in training. I'm doing my final certification. So I'm doing a few um, in person. I do like free community meetings as well. Because um, I'm trying to learn what people need mm-hmm. and what they want. Because I do art for like 15 years now, so it's a bit different for me when I'm going to be like, do this, and they're going to be like, what are you on about? (laughs) So, yeah, I'm doing some free workshops to learn people and what they need and what they really want from it. And when I'm done with my certification, I will do some online um, classes as well. But I was thinking to do like subscription boxes when you get the box from me and you can join the zoom meeting or you can work in your own time i just going to give you like yeah techniques and stuff and then you can do it yourself or you can join the group or in person so yeah i think i'm yeah i'm still learning what to do with it (laughs) because i'm really fascinated by it and i love it so much but i just need experience really well, hopefully this will spread the word. And if people are interested, they'll be able to connect with you to get more information about it. So that would be cool. Mm, yeah. Well, is there anything else that we haven't talked about yet that you wanted to make sure to bring up? Yeah, I think I will create some um, courses and stuff online as well for highly sensitive people. Because I think um, we are a bit different and need more in-depth maybe like more um, journaling stuff and um, yeah, different things. So I think I would create something special for us as well. Yeah, oh, nice. That was really nice because we are more in depth, not like just to do stuff, but to have meaning. And yeah, we like to have meaning and pretty things as well because some people would like to leave a class with something pretty to take home as well. And I understand that. That's perfectly okay. So I'm trying to yeah find a way to um, give it to everyone awesome well where can people connect with you so mostly I'm on Instagram and that's my name and surname Greta Rudak and I'm on Facebook as well that's little mindful art and yeah that's my main main platforms that you can find me I also have free free resources on in my on my website and Instagram. So I have like little illustrated guide for self love and and also I have one guide that will teach you, uh, not teach you, to invite you to get into intuitive art as well. So that is a nice one because I I'm trying to create things that I would like to see when I started and I didn't had. So I'm trying to create that for others and. 
and they they are for free right now on my website and on Instagram and abroad. So, yeah. Oh, awesome! That's such a good idea to to create what you wish you had. I love that. Yeah, I'm always thinking like, <laughs> what I need now. Okay, let's create it. I can't find it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. Because I was looking for um, classes that you can go in, you can have some snacks, you can have loads of paint. And maybe like a meditation guide and you can just walk in and do whatever you want. And I couldn't find it. So I'm trying to work and facilitate that myself, everything that I couldn't find. Well, thank you so much for being here. And I love that you brought something so different to the podcast than than anyone I've had on so far. So this was awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's a bit different. That's why I'm struggling to get people in it. But I think if more people know about it, they will try. And even because I struggle with anxiety a lot. And I know that I wouldn't uh, join groups like a few years ago when I was really on like high anxiety, high social anxiety as well. So I like to create something that people can try in their own time, in their own space. Because I like, I know highly sensitive people like their own spaces and not often go out and be with people. So I think um, they need something to try first and then they can join the groups or the classes or anything like that. Um, so I also do a few more spots for mindful art 30 minute sessions for free. So I can practice myself and I can get people to try it for free and be like, do I like it or I don't like it? Mm-hmm. That's so, a good yeah. idea. Yeah, I love that about giving people the opportunity to kind of figure out what it is on their own before mm-hmm. being around a group. That's a really yeah. good idea. Yeah, because some people can't go and be with people. And I struggle with that a lot. So, yeah. But it's good to even try small groups or one-to-one and then be like more, more into it and see how it goes yeah awesome well thank you so much this has been great I love learning about this so thank you thank you for having me I really appreciate it thank you thank you so much for listening to the highly sensitive podcast you can help support the show by taking a minute to rate and review it share a favorite episode with a friend or go to patreon.com slash highly sensitive podcasts.